Hey guys, it's Faith Mariah. Welcome back to the podcast. All this week, we are bringing you very special replays from my Reignite coaching program. This is a free program I'm running and offering to the community. If you haven't joined, we will put the link below. You should definitely, definitely sign up. Come in the Facebook group. We're doing bingo. We're doing giveaways. I'm doing free coaching. I'm doing free Q&As. And we will be bringing you replays from the event all week on the podcast. This challenge is the perfect way to wrap up the quarter and go into Q4 with a lot of clarity and a lot of momentum. If you are looking to have big results and big growth in Q4, I would love to help you with your mindset, with your strategy, and just with your online business overall. The doors to the Becoming Boss Mastermind are opening on October 3rd. This is a really special offer and a really special community. If you've been feeling just stuck, overwhelmed, like you don't know what to do, this community, myself, and the other coaches in there can help you. And I do believe getting support to learn the skills that you need and do the things you want to do is critical for online business owners. So if you've been wanting to work with me, now is the time. I would love to coach you. I would love to help you. We will put the link to the waitlist down below. I hope you enjoyed this episode and watch the podcast all week because we're going to be bringing you these replays from Reignite. Oh, God. Hi, guys. Hello. I'm like very quickly eating a snack. (laughs) Okay, my live. Hi. I'm like quickly eating a snack really quick. I'm starving. I'm sorry about it. <laughs> it might be a a snacky live. Um, let me get my microphone. Let's get it together, you know? I'm excited. There's some really great questions in here. Um, I'm eating because we're doing hurricane prep as well as launch prep as well as everything that has to happen in the business every week. And so I'm starving and I haven't had time to eat. <laughs> All right. That's not what we're here to talk about, though. Let's look at your guys' questions. There's a bunch of really good questions in here. I will go through. I'll talk about as many of them as I can. If I don't get your, to your question, or if you feel like sometimes I'll answer questions and that gives you guys more questions, come to coaching tomorrow. I'm coaching tomorrow night. Isn't that so fun? Let me look at the calendar so I don't tell you guys the wrong time. <laughs> All right. I'm coaching in here at noon tomorrow. So we'll put the Zoom link. I'm sorry people had some issues with the Zoom link. I don't know why, because some people were able to get on and some people weren't, but we'll double check the Zoom link. I'll send it out to you guys again. I'll be live on Zoom at noon. You can come ask me whatever you want, and hopefully we'll have a great call. So we have a call at noon tomorrow and a call at noon on Friday. Not gonna lie to you guys, we're in Florida. That hurricane looks like it might it might be fine for us. It could also be bad for us. So it's a wait and see kind of game. So I'm going to, if there is electric here, I will do that call for you guys because I love doing the calls and I think it's a good distraction for me. Charlie's here. He needs a piece of cheese, snack cheese for Charlie. <laughs> um, but 
we might have to push it till next week. Like if I lose power, I just can't, I can't do it. You know what I mean? So let's all send like hurricane turning vibes. Like I would love for it to turn away from us um, instead of coming directly at us. That would be lovely. And so that's what we'll be up to. And then I just want you guys to think about using this week and using the coaching to create something really great. So like what's a result you could create this week that you would feel really great about? That you would be like, heck yeah, I did that. I've been meaning to do that and now it's done. Um, and anything that is in the way of doing that, that feels heavy, that feels hard, that feels stuck, that feel like you can't do it, bring me that to coaching and I can help you. Our call last night was, I thought, great. I loved it. There was a lot of good stuff in there. We talked about all kinds of stuff. I think we, I think I went for like over two hours <laughs> and it's on the podcast. So if you missed it or if you were there live, but you're like, I need to hear, there's parts of it I need to hear again, you can go ahead and listen on the podcast. I'm gonna lock Charlie out of here because he's just like, he's doing a lot right now. Hold on. And then we'll get started. All right, anybody else have a really needy, desperate dog? I'm on a coaching marathon, Megan. I really, really am. I want my camera to focus. Hello. <laughs> Sorry I missed the mastermind Zoom. It's okay, Victoria, I will forgive you. You can come in here and get coached. You guys that are in the mastermind can also get coached. I wish my web, sometimes my webcam gets out of focus and I don't know how to make it put me back in focus. There we go, there we go. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, sending turning vibes. Thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, that's the Florida game. Former Floridian. Good luck with that hurricane. Yeah, it's, you know what I hate most about it, Temi, is like that, like, it's like the wait and see game. Because it's like you see it coming for days and they really don't know where it's going to go. They just know it's going to be really bad. And so you have to spend all this time preparing, but it's like it might not even hit us. So it's just too early to tell. And that waiting game is like the worst part for me. It's just like, is it going to hit us? Is it not going to hit us? Are we going to have power this week? Are we not going to have power this week? It's just like, we just got to wait and find out. Okay, let's do this, you guys. Are you guys getting close to bingo? Who's going to get the first bingo? Do I need to do, should we do like an extra prize for the person who gets bingo first? Let me know what would you guys want as a bonus prize. We're giving away some really good prizes at the end. So on Monday, for every bingo you guys get, that's one like raffle ticket. So you can get multiple raffle tickets and we're giving away another month in the mastermind, which you guys would be blown away what you can get done in the mastermind in a month. Like this challenge has only been going on for four days. <laughs> So, and there's way more resources in the mastermind than there are in here. So you can really get a lot done in the mastermind in 30 days. So we're giving away some 30 day mastermind spots. We're giving away my scared to scene course, which is excellent. It's so good. I really, really love that course. We're giving away something else. You guys remind me it's on the replay page. If you want to see all of the stuff we're giving away. If you go to the replay page, I put like all of the little giveaways on there for you guys. Okay, how do you keep staying positive about something in your business, even if it seems like it's failing? Yeah, let's talk about this. I got some things to say. Who feels like their business isn't working or it's failing or like whatever? Let's talk about this because this is gonna come up. Like if even if you're not having this now, like let's be honest, like this, this thought is a thought most of our brains are gonna offer us, right? And so this is what I wanna tell you guys. 
Mastermind has heard this, but this is really, really important. I think the first step to changing about how you think about things and changing your perspective is doing a little like fact finding mission. So if I were coaching you, I would be really curious about this um, because the thought that your brain is offering you is it it's but it's written. It seems like it's failing, but I think the thought probably that your brain is giving you is this isn't working or this is failing, <laughs> right? So we don't put questions um, when we're doing. When I teach you guys how to coach yourselves in the mastermind. So I teach you like my process for how I question people and help people and that way you guys can do the process on yourself anytime you want right and one of the things we talk about is the difference between thoughts and facts right so your brain is offering you um the business is failing it's offering you that as as if it's a fact that's not a fact that's your thought so there's there's factual circumstances and then your thought about them so how this would look if I were coaching you, I would be really curious about what specifically is your brain telling you means your business is a failure. For a lot of you, maybe you're not breaking even yet. Let's just say business is doing, I don't know, what, negative $500 a month? Let's just say, right? So let's say the circumstance is business is making negative $500 a month. Your thought about that is the business is failing. When you think the business is failing, how does that feel? For most of you, you might be able to get some inspiration about around that thought, but but for most of us, especially after if you think it over and over, it's not working, it's not working, this isn't working, the business isn't making money, it's failing, I'm failing, right? That Those types of thoughts uh, make people feel defeated, make people feel discouraged, right? And remember the second module of Reignite, the action fuel, now you're fueling action, you're thinking the business is failing, you're feeling defeated, and then you're trying to make yourself take action on the business. And I actually think that's what causes burnout, not the amount of hours people work, right? Because you could work very few hours with that mindset and feel really ground down and really exhausted and it could feel really hard and draining to work on your business. And that's actually what I think is causing burnout. And so you want to gather, go on a little fact-finding mission and gather facts about your business. Now, facts about your business have to be something every person on earth would agree with <laughs> and that you could prove in a court of law. So the business is failing is not a fact. The business is failing is your thought, right? So because if I ask you guys, is the business failing, everybody's going to have different answers, right? Because that's not a fact. It's just a thought. Your brain is giving you that thought as if it's a fact. <laughs> and that's why we want to like know the difference. You want to know what is the actual facts and the circumstances and what are my thoughts about it? That's the first step. Before you guys start, everybody like gets into this stuff and they're immediately like, I'm going to change my thoughts and change my beliefs and do all this stuff. It's like, just start with having awareness around like, well, what are the facts about the business failing? Okay, I've spent negative $5,000 building my business, right? That would be a fact. We could prove that. We could take that in a court of law. I could show you all the receipts. We could be like, I've spent negative $5,000 on the business. The business has made $200. And so I'm negative $4,800 in the business, right? That is a fact. But facts are neutral. 
So just because you've spent, let's even say, I did this in my business at one point. Do not do this. This is not business advice. I was like negative 17,000, I think, when I started my business. Um, and I never had thoughts about it failing, right? My thoughts were like, I'm getting the support I need. I'm getting the tools I need. I'm getting the knowledge I need. I want to invest in myself. I want to invest in the future that I want. I'm willing to spend as much time and money as it takes to have the life I want. I'm willing to waste time. I'm willing to waste money to get the outcome that I want. People spend a lot of time thinking about how they don't want to waste their time and thinking about how they don't want to waste their money. And it creates the result of them wasting both of those things, right? Because what happens is when you're like, I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to do the wrong thing. It makes you very indecisive and slow which makes you waste your time. And then the same thing with money. It's like, I don't want to waste my money. I got to buy the perfect things. And then what happens is people get in courses and they just feel so much pressure, right? Because they're like, I don't want to waste my money. I got to get everything out of this course. And it can feel really anxiety-ish, anxiety-y. <laughs> it can make you feel very anxious. <laughs> it can make you feel very anxious and worried. And it can make the whole thing so heavy and serious that then when you get in the course and you get the knowledge, it's like you can't actually absorb it at the level that you could, right? So you're not optimizing your learning. You're not optimizing your investments. I'm like, I'm willing to waste as much money as I need to. I'm willing to waste as much time as I need to get the outcome that I want. Okay. It doesn't mean I don't make, make smart business decisions, but that was a whole separate tangent, but that's something I see often, right? And so to go back to this question is like, how do you keep staying positive? Positive is a feeling, right? Positive is something you would feel in your body. Feelings are created from your thoughts. So this is what fucks everybody up. Listen, I'm always like, listen the fuck up. I'm about to say something important. This is what messes everybody up, right? You're like, I want to feel positive. I need to make X number of dollars so I feel positive, right? So it's like, I wanna feel a feeling in my body to feel better. I need to change external things so I can feel better. What I teach people to do is like, you manage your feelings with your thoughts and then you can change the circumstances if you want to, but then you're not making business decisions to make yourself feel better, right? So if I wanna feel positive and I think I've gotta change something in my business or get a different result to change how I feel, this is where people will like pivot into a different niche, right? Or they'll start selling something different or they'll change their business model. And then they're able to feel positive because they're like excited because it's something new, right? And this is where I see people just like wiggling all over. They don't really ever actually commit to being known in any niche. They don't really commit to really building a brand around any of their products. And they just keep pivoting and wiggling all the time because their belief goes down, it feels bad. And then they, they're like, I'll buy this course and I'll feel better, right? And then you buy the course and you're like, oh my God, this is gonna change everything. And then, but you're buying the course because your belief is low. That's not, to me, not a good reason. So we always talk about in the mastermind, it's not like there's right ways and wrong ways to do things. There's just reasons for doing it this way and reasons for doing it that way and which reasons do you like better and then you just deciding to like those reasons. That's it. Right. And so it's like you want to decide, um, just decide what you're going to sell and decide you're going to like it kind of. Right. And so 
the whole thing about this is like, like the business is going to take the time it's going to take. Right. And so what experience do you want to have in your business while it's taking the time it's going to take? Do you want to feel like it's not working and discouraged and heavy? Do you want to feel anxious and afraid and stressed out? And you want to understand what would you have to think and how would you have to show up to create a different experience building your business, right? Because right now I'm guessing your your experience building your business does not sound very fun. It sounds very um, loaded. It sounds very heavy. It sounds very discouraging. Um, and so I'll offer you guys like, I had that negative $17,000 that I invested in the business one year before it was profitable, right? And my thoughts were never like, this isn't working. This is a huge problem. I don't know what I'm going to do. I was just like, oh yeah, I made the decision to spend this money. That was the choice I made. <laughs> and then I was like, I was like, I'm going to get as much out of this investment as I can. And I'm going to keep going and someday I'll pay that money back. And it's like, no problem. I've totally got it. Right. It's like, I had, I had a whole plan about how I was going to pay it off and like how much I was going to pay every month. And I was like, I'm just going to make my payments and I'll pay it off. And like, that's that. Right. So I had very little drama about it. I could have made that mean a bunch of things about how my business is not working. I could have been like, oh, my God, I've wasted all this money. I've wasted all this time. It's not making any money. It's not working. <laughs> you know, it's all the things we tell ourselves. Right. So and so stuff is better. Who was I to think I could do this? Um, and and all of those thoughts create the result, first of all, of me having a bad time building my business. Like, number one, first and foremost, like it creates a bad time and a bad experience for you. Like that's <laughs> what it creates. And then I see this a lot. I really think like that type of thinking can also create the results of your results taking longer, right? I think there's something about calm and certainty that can really speed things up, right? It's like when we're just trying to make ourselves feel better and we feel like the business is failing and we're like, I'm just going to try this thing. <laughs> That's usually not <laughs> where I see people all of a sudden their business takes off. The people whose business takes off really take calm, steady, strategic action over a long period of time with minimal drama. And if you can do that, you will get a result. Like that's just how it works, right? I'm always like, I'm going to just keep doing things and working on the business until I get the results I want. We talked about this on the Zoom last night. It's like, I'm just not going to quit until I get the outcome I want. And I'm calm and I'm certain. And from that place, then I make business decisions. And that way I'm making strategic business decisions versus maybe a launch doesn't go how I want, my belief goes down, and then I'm like, I feel like crap, right? I'm like, I want to feel better. I'm going to just, I'm going to, I'm going to sell something else. We're not going to sell the mastermind anymore. I'm going to sell this other thing. Right. And then people get really excited about their new thing. They're like, oh my God, this is so great. I'm so excited. And they think the new thing will change their result. And so they feel different. So they're literally just making business decisions to feel better. <laughs> it's not strategic. <laughs> So in the mastermind, we teach you guys to make strategic business decisions. But all of this to say, these are the main things I would say about this, is you want to understand that, that you can be positive even when you're not making money. You can be positive even when you have negative amount of money. And like 
I'm not saying it's easy, but I think it's really useful work for you guys to do as entrepreneurs, because if you can manage your mind and still believe things are working and still believe things are moving forward, even when you have negative money, right? You'll be able to see solutions. This is, I was coaching on this last night too, cause it's kind of like when your belief is low and you're looking for results to create your belief, it's like you can't see any innovative solution. All you see is like, it's not working. They, this didn't happen. This isn't working. This wasn't going the way I want. And we get kind of blinded um, in our own thought patterns. And it, it's really useful, I think, to break yourself out of that and go to the other side, which is like, how is it working? At any given time, there's evidence for both. So I'm always like, a lot of things can be true at the same time. This is the example I always give in the mastermind. It's like, um, if I'm driving my car, my brain likes to tell me we could die in a head-on collision right now. <laughs> now, is that true? Yeah, that's true. I could die in a head-on collision. Someone could hit me, kill me <laughs> when I'm driving my car. That's true. But just because something is true doesn't mean it's going to create an outcome that you want. And it doesn't mean it's useful for you to focus on. So me getting in my car and focusing on that all the time creates the result of me being anxious, me being afraid to drive my car, me not wanting to go anywhere, right? And so I have to create a different experience for myself by changing my focus. Sometimes you guys don't even need to change your beliefs. It's just like, just focus on something else. And so you can do this with your business where it's like, I'm sure all of you could give me a huge list of things that are not working. It's like, this isn't working, this isn't working, this isn't working, this isn't working. This is a problem, this is a problem. But think about how different your experience would be if you spent the same amount of time thinking about things that are going better than they were right? Results that you're getting that you like, things that are going well, right? And take your brain to that place. And staying positive about your business is really about focusing on what is working versus what isn't working. Just like me having a good experience driving my car <laughs> is created by me focusing not on being in a head-on collision, right? Focusing on all of the times that I have drove and I am safe and all of the safety precautions or whatever, right? It's like, it's like choosing. I really think like your focus creates the experience you have in your business. And a lot of us are focusing on all of the things that are wrong and all of the things that don't work, which is not your fault. Like it's literally how our brains are wired. That's why it's important that we talk about these things and you guys understand this stuff. This is why I think so many people get sucked into this, like buying courses, buying courses, buying courses, and like not really getting anywhere. It's because they take their kind of like crappy thinking and their low belief in themselves, like they don't really think they can do it, they don't really think their stuff is that good, or they take their low belief in their business, I've spent all this money, this isn't working, I don't think I can do this, it's never gonna grow, this is wrong, this is wrong. And they take all those crappy thoughts, and then they, they're like, okay, I'm gonna learn Instagram strategy. <laughs> and then they take all of their crappy thoughts about themselves and their product and their business and money and their clients, and then they put them in this new course. And it might make them feel better for a little bit because they're excited because they have a new course and that feels like possibility and maybe this is gonna change things. But that belief, because it's created from like an external thing from the course, that's you're using the buying the course to bolster your belief in yourself and your business, it's very fleeting, right? So it will 
leave just as quickly as it came. And the belief that I want you guys to build is from like your own thoughts. Like what would you have to be focusing on to feel like the business is working? What would you have to be thinking to create a positive experience while you're building your business. One of mine, and people like really want to get in full belief and that's fine, but like one of mine is like, I just want to see what happens. I just want to see if I can do it. And and like, if I fail, that's okay with me. It's like, I want to see what happens. Like most of you that are here, you want to have a business. Like, don't you want to see what happens if you really try, if you really went all in? And so when your brain is like, this isn't working, this isn't working, this isn't working. Oh my God, huge problem. You're like, none of this is a problem. None of this is a problem. I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to keep learning. And I want to see what happens if I just never give up. I just want to see. I want to see how far can I take it, right? And I think a lot of you guys kind of have that same drive as well, or you wouldn't be here in this community. <laughs> like you probably would not care about anything I'm saying, <laughs> right? But it's like, there's part of you that wants to see, like, how far can you take it? Like, could you do it? Like, what would happen? Um, and if you can't get into a place of like the business is working and it's growing and it's great, that's fine. You can go to like a more neutral place. The first place to go is in a positive place. If you're feeling really negative about your business, the first place to go is a neutral place, a neutral place, right? So positive to me would be like, oh yeah, we're definitely gonna have a million dollar business. It's all gonna work in my favor and it's all great. But sometimes I can't get there. Like sometimes I don't believe those thoughts and thinking thoughts you don't believe is not helpful. So you've got to find a thought that you believe that feels true, that's more neutral about your business than what you've been thinking, right? And this is the other tricky part about our brains is like if you start thinking my business isn't working, your brain always wants to prove you right. So if you have that thought, it's like, oh, my business isn't working. Let me go find some evidence to like collect up and prove you right. Like, oh, this isn't working. Oh, and you're not getting followers. Oh, and you're getting unsubscribes. Oh, and you're getting money. And your brain will start bringing you all of this supporting data <laughs> for your crappy thoughts. <laughs> That's why this stuff is so important, right? We want our brain collecting data for useful things, right? Looking at problems, looking at solutions, evaluating things and doing things that are useful in our business, not going around collecting all of the evidence about like, this isn't working, this isn't working, this isn't working, this is working. And yes, we have to problem solve in business, but it's not, it's very different to sit down at your desk and be like, I am going to come up with a solution for this problem and just use stewing and dwelling about everything that's going wrong. Like that's not problem solving. Like that's not in any way useful. It doesn't take you anywhere you want to go. It creates, what it creates is just more uncertainty, more you thinking about what's not working, more evidence about what's not working, and you just stay in that cycle over and over again, right? And then maybe we'll buy a course or we'll, what else do people do to buy their belief? They'll change their niche, they'll change their name, they'll change their brand colors. And then their thought is like, this might change everything, everything's gonna be different now, and they feel excited and they build their belief off of that but the belief didn't really come from them. It just came from them changing their external circumstances. So then every time their belief goes down, they have to change something in the external. And business is really like a long fucking game. It's like, can you be consistent over a long time? <laughs> That's the game. <laughs> and, you know, 
if you're constantly changing things, changing your offer, buying courses, doing whatever, if you're constantly like changing everything around, um, you are not really building any momentum in your business. You're just kind of like zigzagging all over the place. It's like, you've got to like create, find a pro find a problem you can solve, right? A problem people want to pay to solve, find that problem. And then you put your brain to work really focusing on how do you become known for solving that problem? How do you build a reputation as someone who fixes this problem for people? How do you build a reputation for your offer? In the mastermind, we talk a lot about building a reputation for your offer. People need to see what you're selling a bunch of times before they buy these days. And so, you know, people might sit through two, three, four, five launches before they're ready to buy. But if you're constantly selling different things and talking about different topics and doing all these different stuff, like no one is really getting on board with you. Like you're not building a reputation for yourself as anything. The people that maybe were getting ready to buy, all of a sudden we're talking about something else. Like they're now off of the wagon. Like they're not, you know, it. it's like, you want to be a steady leader for your people so they feel like they can trust you. And I think when people are pivoting around all the time because they're like, they are scared, it's not going to work. And they're trying to bolster up their belief by changing something in the external. Um, it doesn't feel good to your audience. It, the energy of it feels a little graspy, right? Because it's a decision that you're making out of like doubt and fear versus like, this is the next step for me, right? And I'm not saying never pivot, but I'm saying like, you wanna know the reason why you're doing things, right? And do you like those reasons? Okay, let me know if you need anything else about that, Alexis, and you can bring, if you want to talk specific about what's up in your business, come to coaching tomorrow. I'm coaching at noon tomorrow and noon on Friday, and I would love to talk to you about all of this, but that's kind of my general spiel. Um, Let's see. Breakthroughs. Your focus determines the experience you have in your business. Like, this is what I always think about that I really love thinking about lately. I have this goal of like making a million dollar business, right? But it's not really about like making a million dollars. It's really about like who would I have to become to be able to have a business like that? How would I have to be able to show up as a leader, as a teacher, what kind of results would I have to get? What kind of reputation would I have to build? Right. And so it's really to me, like I find a lot of satisfaction in the process of doing it. I'm not going around being like, well, this isn't working and this isn't working. And if we're going to get to a million, this has to happen. This isn't happening. And this, it's, and I'm just like, I just want to see if I can do it. I'm just going to keep trying things and see if I never give up, like where I end up, right? And it's kind of like in pursuit, like who you become in pursuit of the goal. And I know a lot of you guys want money and want to be full time, but a lot of times that focus is a disservice to you because it puts everything in a pressure cooker. And this is unpopular business advice, but I give it all the time. I think your business needs funding. It needs funding. You have to fund it if you're not going to get investors. Like, I, you don't get to have a business for free. I don't know anybody that has had a business for free. Like, yes, the barrier of entry in an online business is lower, but it's not zero, right? And so businesses need funding. And so if you're in a place where you need money, 
funding a business is not a not a good move. Like it might be a good long term move for you to be in a different situation eventually, right? But if I'm in the situation of like I need money. And then I'm like, I'm going to start a business that just does not make sense to me. Because in my mind, it's like businesses need funding. You're going to have to fund it for the first, I don't know, however long it takes you to become profitable. But a lot of businesses, even brick and mortar businesses, take a year or two to break even and start making money. Um, and if you've never built a business, you've never been online, you've never sold anything, um, to think that you're going to start a business and just pay your bills the first year might not be a good thought for you, right? Because what happens when you have that expectation is you like take your little baby business that wants to be nurtured and loved by you and you put all these expectations on it of like, why aren't you making money? I spent this much money and I spent this many hours and why are you not making money for me? Why are you not making money faster, right? And we kind of smother any like creativity and love and joy and positivity we could have in the experience of building our business, you miss out on the entire journey. Like I was saying, like, it's like the pursuit of who I'm going to become in this goal. Like, who would I have to become in pursuit of this goal of the million dollar business? If you're putting your business in a pressure cooker of like, it has to make money now and it's not happening fast enough, you are missing that entire journey, which to me is like the point. Right. And like I'm saying, it's going to take the time that it takes putting it in a pressure cooker and being stressed out and focusing on all the negative doesn't make it happen any faster. Right. And this is the thing, too, that I tell the mastermind all the time is like, I'm not committed to you guys feeling super happy all the time. Like I'm a business coach. I'm committed to women making fucking money. That's what I'm committed to. Right. And if I thought <laughs> and this is uh, this is the honest to God truth. If I thought you guys being negative and being stressed out and focusing on what isn't working would make you money faster. I would be fucking coaching you to do that. And you can ask them like that is the truth. Right. It's like. I coach on like what is effective, not just because I want you guys to feel good. It's like it's because I know if you are having a miserable time building your business, you will not be able to take the consistent, sustainable action it takes to actually get results. Like you'll get burnout. You'll do that. This is where people do that stop start, right, where they work really hard and then they like are exhausted and then they work really hard and then they're exhausted. It's because they're in low belief, right? And they have a lot of really terrible thoughts about like their business isn't working. My stuff isn't good. I don't know what I'm doing. And it's like when you're taking action with that type of fuel, it feels so much harder than it needs to be. And it's already hard. I'm like, it's already going to be hard for you guys. You don't need to make it harder. (laughs) All right. Damn it. I'm only through one question. How long have I been on here? I can't, I can't tell a short story. I want to launch my crochet course again in November and had zero signups in my last launch. My brain offers me all kinds of thoughts like no one is going to sign up again. Crochet is not that difficult so people can learn on their own and maybe you should try something else to make money. So my question is, what thoughts can I use to practice? Oh, I love this question. Thank you, Suzanne, for asking it. Um, I got to it cut off your thing, though, so I got to hold on. I want to make sure I get the whole thing. So my question is, what thoughts can I use and practice to get my mind right to start pre-launching this next round of my course? Yeah, you just want to head to somewhere neutral, right? So here's the thing. Here's the thing I see a lot. (laughs) 
so probably like i don't know once a month or something maybe even more than that someone will come on a call and they'll tell me all this stuff and the energy they're telling me is basically like what i hear right is them kind of going faith i have this thought and i keep having it and it's a really bad one it's a really it's faith it's a really bad thought <laughs> and i'm always just like there's no like good thoughts and bad thoughts there's just thoughts and what they create right everything is neutral like that's one of my thoughts that i use a lot it's just like everything is neutral it's just like is that a useful thought <laughs> is that a thought you want to keep thinking is it a thought you want to keep focusing on and some of these like you should answer it so if your brain is offering you your brain is always going to offer you negative thoughts you guys this is part of how we're wired for survival and the reason your your brain is focusing on the things that aren't working in your business isn't because you're a negative person or something is wrong with you it's because that's how our brains are programmed your brain wants to keep you alive in the human body that's its whole job right and so part of that is like it always looking for things that could go wrong and bringing it to your attention in case in case like we need to do something to keep you alive so it's literally a survival instinct programmed into your brain right that's why i can sit up here a lot of times and i can say stuff and you guys are all like oh my god like i think that and i'm like yeah i know we all think that our brains all work the same way like i already know your guys's brains are focusing on what's not working in your business um, and it's probably making you feel like crap um, and not being very helpful to you because that's how all of our brains work right not because anything is wrong with you not because you're doing anything wrong it's just because we have a human brain and we're, we're never taught how to manage them which i think is crazy to me but you want to answer some of these so you this is a good question for you guys to ask yourselves right so in the mastermind you get the whole self-coaching course but if you're not going to join here i'll give you a, a coaching question you can ask yourself if your brain brings you this question right it's like no one's going to sign up again and then your question back is so what so what so what like literally so what like no one is going to sign up again like okay like you know the worst that happens is like you feel disappointed and it's like i'm willing to be disappointed i'm willing to be disappointed as many times as it takes i'm like yeah bring on the disappointment like let's do it right and so when your brain offers you these types of things like um where, let me i'm trying to read some of maybe you should try something else to make money and it's like answer that like, do you want to try something else to make money? And if you don't, then tell your brain that. It's almost like you've got to like talk back to yourself sometimes, especially when this stuff is really stuck and it feels really real. Um, and it's just interesting. Like a good place to go is curiosity, right? And so you guys will see me do this like when I'm coaching people. I'll just be very curious. I did this earlier with someone in the mastermind where I was just like, yeah, like let's talk more about that and like, what do you think a lot is? And how would you know if something is a lot of money? And how would you know if something's worth it? And how do you know if people can afford it? And I just keep asking them questions and we just keep t discussing it to get some of those thoughts kind of loose, right? So you wanna question your negative thinking. So if your brain is like, maybe you should try something else to make money, you wanna ask, like, ask yourself that. Like, do you wanna try something else to make money? And if the answer is no, tell your brain that and and have reasons why like why do you not want to try something else to make money probably you want to see if this works you want to see if you can do it that's a good reason to do things i think right it's like tell your brain like i have good reasons for doing this like i want to see if i can do it 
I want to try. This is my dream. I want to be a person that goes after my dream. And you need to say that stuff to yourself when your brain offers you this stuff, right? We already know it's going to offer all of the things that could go wrong. It's what, what it does. It's just the human brain doing human brain things, right? Negative thoughts are not a problem, but you want to be aware of them. And then it's almost like, this is like meta, but it's almost like what you think about your negative thoughts, right? And so I don't think negative thoughts are a problem. My brain offers me lots of negative thoughts all the time. And I'm in charge of directing where do I want to put my focus, right? Because a lot of times my brain is not focusing anywhere useful, right? The other thing is like your brain is programmed to conserve energy, right? It wants to do things that are easy and fun. It wants to conserve energy. It's part of your survival. And so a lot of times our brains are avoiding thinking hard, (laughs) coming up with solutions. Sometimes figuring things out in your business feels a little bit like algebra, like it's a little tedious. It's like sit down and figure out what are you going to sell and what is the business structure and when are you going to launch and like really figuring all that shit out and making decisions can be tedious for your brain. And so it oftentimes will overwhelm you or confuse you. It'll take you to like, I don't know land, we're very confused. (laughs) Or it'll just start negative thinking, no one's gonna buy it anyway, (laughs) right? I should just do something else, right? And a lot of times it's just, it's just avoiding that tedious work. But you could be curious about why is your brain offering you all these negative thoughts? Is it to conserve energy? Is it because you're trying to avoid negative emotion? Like, that's just good information for you guys to have, right? Like, I always say, like, awareness will do a lot for you. It's not that you have to have all this stuff perfect, but it's like starting to be aware of your thinking and what that creates will be, like, game-changing for you guys, I promise. And and you'll just have such a better experience building your business. So, Suzanne, are you on here? Does that answer? I love... Oh, you're on here. Great. I love teaching crochet. That's a good reason, right? So when your brain is like, should I just give up and teach something else? You're like, no, I love this. This is my dream. I want to see if I can do it. Like, and that's a good reason to me, right? And so answer some of those questions, right? Our brain will do this too with like big, scary question marks. It'll be like, what if nobody buys? (laughs) Big, scary question mark. Like, oh no. And I always tell the mastermind, I'm like, answer that. Like, if you guys will see me do this on coaching too, probably this week, I'll be like, answer that question. Like, if you drop some scary question on the call, I'm like, you got to answer that. And when you answer it, it's usually not that scary. But if you leave it unanswered, it can feel unsafe almost, right? Where it's like, what if nobody buys? Oh, no. (laughs) It feels really bad to leave it unanswered. But if you're like, okay. What if nobody buys? Sometimes on the calls, I'll be like, what if everybody asks for a refund? What if everybody hates it and they all ask for a refund? And what if um, nobody ever buys again? And we'll just go through all these worst case scenarios. And like, the result is you guys just have the result you already have. (laughs) So even if nobody buys, or even if every person asks for a refund, you literally have the result you would have right now. And it's like, is that really so horrible? But when we leave it unanswered, it can seem really scary. So answer those questions for your brain. Take a little bit more more control over these thoughts, Suzanne, just by questioning them um, and talking back to them and remembering, like, I have good reasons for doing this business, right? I have good reasons for trying to sell something again. Like, like let's talk about your launch, right? So 
why do you want to launch again if you had zero signups? I want you to tell me all of the reasons and you guys can all put reasons like why what would be reasons good reasons for you to do a launch again even if nobody bought buys the next time and if nobody bought before like why would you want to run that launch again it's important you know those reasons and i have a whole course i'm making called launch align which is about this where i'm like i just need you to do a half-ass launch and then we're going to do it again and we're going to make it better we're going to do it again and we're going to make it better we're going to do it again and we're going to make it better right and so each time they're like building more and more assets for their launch and just getting better at selling that offer right it's what we were talking about on the on the call last night like if you keep changing your launch and you keep changing your offer all the time you're never going to get good at any launch strategy or selling any offer <laughs> you're just going to keep doing kind of the same creating the same mediocre results over and over and over yeah to practice and fix the mistakes right yeah maybe this time i can help someone yeah like a good i like to me i think you guys doing zero dollar launches is useful like i really do right i think it's useful because i think you get practice you get practice selling and i think most of us like i'm not a marketer like in my life before this like i had never sold anything and sales is hard marketing is hard like you need to practice it a lot right and here's something I'm not saying you're doing this, Suzanne, but here's something that has been bugging me lately. I'm going to give you guys like the real, real. Are you ready? I think people feel a little entitled to sales. And it's like, you know, it's you launched one time, like one product one time. Like, what if it takes 20 times to have the skills you need to make sales? Like, what if you're just like not entitled to sales at all? Right. And 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 don't use this against yourself, you guys. And like, what if you making zero zero dollar sales? Like, what if that's not a problem and it doesn't mean your business isn't going to work? We don't have to go to that dramatic place. A lot of times the zero dollar launches are really painful because it's like we add all of these layers on top of it. Right. So we talk about clean suffering in the mastermind, which is like I'm like, if you're disappointed that you made no sales, be fucking disappointed like i'm like really go for it you guys know when you break up and you like you like really wallow and feel really sorry for yourself i'm like really go for it like be really disappointed and like indulge in self-indulgent and like just really go there right that's fine that doesn't that does not concern me what does concern me is people feel disappointed and they pile all of this other shit on top of it that's like i'm disappointed i didn't make any sales and, and I'm never going to be able to do it. And I spent all this money and I spent all this time and it was all for nothing and blah, 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 blah. And the next thing you know, we have this huge painful problem, right? Which is really like, you could just be disappointed you didn't have sales and then take your brain somewhere useful, which is like, okay, what could I try next time? What I did did not work. <laughs> That's good information. It's good to know. You don't know what doesn't work until you try something, right? So you're like, okay, like, how could I make that a little better? How could I improve it a little better? Um, you know, maybe you do the exact same launch again, and all you do is just like work on writing your emails better or sending more emails or doing more free training or explaining the problem better, right? Does this answer your question? I'm willing to try again and learn. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm willing to do it as many times as it takes, right? And I don't feel entitled that when I do something new, I should get the outcome I want the first time, right? So I just wanna normalize for you guys 
I think in this space, sometimes we see all these like overnight success stories, right? And like the $10,000 months and the $100,000 launches and all this stuff, right? But I want to normalize for you guys, like things being hard. <laughs> like, I'm like, you might have to launch and do a bunch of $0 launches before you figure it out. And that will probably be hard. <laughs> Like, it's probably gonna be hard to like manage your brain and like keep your belief up and do all of that work to get the experience that you need. And this is why most people can't do, can't entrepreneur, right? They can't entrepreneur because they let their brain take them to so many unhelpful places when they don't get the outcome. And entrepreneurs, like first and foremost, we are innovators. We're motherfucking problem solvers. Like that's what we get paid to do. We get paid to like, innovate new solutions to problems that have never been been in the world before right we create new solutions for people and you need to take that spirit of entrepreneurship and innovation and apply it to your business where it's like you know i'm gonna figure out a new way of doing sales i'm gonna try something different and your best ideas will always come from your brain right so a lot of people try to like borrow other people's launch strategies or other people's step-by-step -step stuff and it will work for a couple people but it doesn't work for most people right and it's not because the strategy is bad the strategy is fine right but it's like unless you borrow my thoughts and feelings while you're executing my launch plan you will not get the same results as me it won't work for you right and and vice versa it's like you know it just doesn't work that way like, it's not just about doing the actions in the right order. It's like who you're being while you're taking the action, right? And so who do you want to be when the business isn't working? Who do you want to be when you don't make any sales the first time or the second time or the third time, right? And like, are you showing up that way? Sometimes I have to get real honest with myself and be like, do I like who I'm being right now in this situation? And it's not that... All, like there's lots of situations in life that are unfair and unfun and suck, right? But it's like, who do I want to be? That's one of that's something I always have control over. How do I want to see things? That is up to me. I decide how I see things. Like, you don't decide what happens to you. You don't decide when the business takes off. You don't decide lots of things in life, right? You don't decide what happens to you, but you do decide how you see it, and you do decide what it means to you. So you can decide ahead of time, if you don't hit your launch goal, what does that mean to you, right? To me, it doesn't mean anything is wrong with me or my program or anything. It's just like, it just means I need to try something different and test something. I'm like, that's good information for us to have. Let's test something else, right? I never go to, to this place of like, I suck and everybody hates me and it's never going to work and like that kinds of stuff. And, and I have to have some strong boundaries with my brain because my brain likes to go there. All of our brains, like it likes to go there. That's kind of easy for my brain to do. And I have to literally just be like, no, like, you know, with almost like a, like with a kid or something, it's like setting a boundary where you're just like, I just don't talk about my business in my head like that anymore. I just don't talk, I don't have t like those types of thoughts about me and about my business anymore. I just don't do it, right? 
Um, do it again because someone might need to see this. Yeah, see it this time who will buy it three launches later. We talk about this all the time in the mastermind. A lot of people when they join the mastermind will come to their first call and they'll be like, oh my God, I've been listening to the podcast for years. And oh my God, I've done like every launch and I finally joined. And it's like, you know, we're, I'm often like selling like for three launches from now, right? Because some people might need to go through a few different ones before they join. So I think that's important to recognize too. Like what if they just, what if nothing is wrong with you or the offer? What if they just haven't seen it enough times? Like that's very well could be, right? What if just not enough people saw your offer? A lot of you guys, like most of the problem you have with sales is not enough people see your offer right? It's just like, it's numbers. Like, even if you're really, really, really good at sales, I mean, what is a good sales conversion rate right now? 10%? That would be great. But that means, that's like if you're great, like you're great at marketing and sales and your offer is good, you have a 10% conversion rate. That means even if you're great, 90% of people are telling you no. (laughs) Like, that's how sales works. Like, almost everybody tells you no. That's the process. That's, it's supposed to be like that. It's always going to be like that. That's the way it is, right? And so I just want to make sure that you're not using that against yourself, right? And it's like, if you've never done sales before, yeah, you might start at like a 1% conversion rate or a 2% conversion rate. And then the game is like, okay, how do we get to 3%? How do we get to 4%, right? How do we get to 5%? Um, And then you've got to think like, if 90% of people are gonna tell you no and you're selling to a list of 20 people, it's very likely that you won't make any sales and the only problem is just not enough people saw it. Like that's very possible too, right? So that's definitely a problem I see a lot with the $0 launches is like just not enough people saw your offer, right? And then the other second biggest problem I see and reason why people have zero dollar launches is they just haven't sold it enough times. And it's like, if you had to do 20 launches to learn how to sell it and learn how to make it profitable, like, are you willing to do that? And that's a good question just to ask yourself. It's just good information for you to know. For those of us who are better at meeting the needs and expectations of others, how do we prioritize our own goals when the world is knocking at our door asking for time and energy. This is so interesting. Michelle, I would love to coach you on this if you can come to coaching. Um, so this is the thing is like about the facts and the thoughts, right? I would be really curious to get some facts from you about what actually happens, right? And so maybe let's say, let's say your boss is always trying to get you to stay late right? That could be a fact. We could maybe prove that in a court of law, right? Boss wants me to stay till 6 p.m. I don't know, three times a week or whatever. Boss tries to get me to stay late three times a week or tried to get me to stay three times a week last week. That's something we could prove, right? So boss tried to get me to stay late three times last week, right? That would be like a fact. So you want to pull out like what is actually happening our brains are so tricky you guys because they just give everything immediate meaning and put all these stories together and you kind of want to slow down and be like what are the actual facts of this right and so it's like your boss tried to get you to stay late or maybe people are always asking you to volunteer at your kids school 
right? You could put that as a fact, like uh, PTA asked me twice last week to do whatever activity, right? Those are facts. And then there's, so there's facts and then there's your thought about the facts, right? So there's the facts that are happening. I don't know what they are specifically because they're not in this question, but then your thought is the world is knocking at my door asking for time and energy. That's your thought. Now you could put anything you want in the T line, right? So let's do like your boss trying to get you to stay late. So boss tried to get you to stay late three times last week. That's a fact. And then your thought is the world is knocking at my door asking for time and energy. It's like everybody's always asking for things, right? But you could put anything. We're always like in the mastermind we talk about, you can put anything in your thought line, right? So the facts we don't get to pick, right? We can't control if your boss asks you to stay late or if the PTA asks you to volunteer or if your kids ask you to do shit or your husband wants you to do shit. Like we don't control that, but we do control what we think about that, right? And so, you know, for example, it could be like my boss asked me to stay late three times last week and your thought could be this is a great time for me to practice feeling discomfort in my body and learning to set boundaries. The only thing you have to be willing to do to set to set boundaries and to say no is just feel really uncomfortable in your body, right? And most of the time when we play out what that discomfort is going to be, it makes it a lot less scary. Because sometimes we feel like, like, honest to God, our brain is so dramatic. It like feels like we're going to die, right? It's just like, oh God, like saying no, it's like so, so hard and it's the worst. But it's like, if you're willing to feel negative feelings in your body, right? And you're willing to let other people feel negative feelings in their body. It's okay for other people to feel negative feelings in their body. Let them have their experience, right? Um, you can say no, right? That's all that's required. And then the other thing that I teach a lot about, and you guys have probably heard this if you listen to the podcast, you've definitely heard this if you're in the mastermind, but I love this. And it's from Byron Katie. I didn't make this up, but it's like, there's your business, there's other people's business and there's God's business. You stay in your motherfucking business. That's the game, right? So a lot of times when we're not saying no and we're trying to like keep everybody happy and do everything everybody's asking of us, it's because we're trying to get that person to think nice things about us. We're like, I want you to see, I want you to think I'm a great mom. I want the PTA to think I am the best. I want my boss to think I'm a great, valuable employee, right? But you never know what anybody else is thinking about you. Even if they tell you, they could just be lying right to your face, right? We've all had that experience of someone lying right to our face, right? And so you are never going to know what people think about you. Let them think whatever they want. Like, they can think you're lazy. They can think you're a bad mom. They can think whatever. And just be very anchored to like, what do I think about me? Right. So anytime your guys's brain goes into other people's business, I used to do this with my content where I would like type out my captions when we were all doing Instagram captions all the time. And it was like I would read it back and I would like experience my content through what I thought you guys would think when you read it. <laughs> like 
I have no idea what you're going to think, right? But our brains love to kind of go into like other people's brains and imagine what it's like in their brain and imagine what they're going to think about us. And you want to stay in your business. Anytime it goes to do that, you want to turn it back around and be like, what do I think about this content? What do I think about my schedule? What do I think about me as a mom or me as an employee? Like really come into your own experience and stay in your own brain within your own body and don't go into other people's business, right? And then the other one is like God's business. We're in God's business a lot with universe, whatever you want to believe in, right? It's like we're in, it's kind of like higher power, whatever you, it doesn't matter. Like we have all, all religions, all ages, all races, all sexual orientations in the mastermind, right? So I'm never talking about any one specific thing. Um, but you want to stay out of God's business. And even if you don't believe in God, it's like still like thinking about big things you can't control is not helpful, right? So it's like, when is it going to happen? When am I going to make money? Um, how many people are going to sign up? How many people are going to buy? That's all God's business. All of the future shit and like when and how. Like, so you stay out of God's business. You stay out of other people's business and you stay the fuck in your business, right? What do you think? about you. And I think that a lot of times when people have boundary issues, it's because they're thinking, they're kind of thinking about what other people are thinking of them and trying to control that by saying yes. Cause they're like, I want people to think very good thoughts about me, but it's like, you have no guarantee. Like there's, you can do everything right. There's still going to be people that think you suck and you're lazy and whatever. Right. It just is what it is. It's just not a good use of your time. Right. And so, and I would really change, look at this story that you've created around this. The world is knocking at my door asking for time and energy. Like, how does that thought feel? That's not a fact. We can't prove that in a court of law. That's your thought about whatever facts would be in your, your fact line, your circumstance line, right? And so I would really question that. Like, is that really true? Like, is the world knocking at your door? <laughs> like is it <laughs> and if it is then who do you want to be in that place right and it sounds like you're wanting to be someone that advocates for their dreams and advocates for herself in a powerful way and it's like if you were someone that was going to advocate for yourself and your goals and your dreams in a powerful way how does that version of you think what do they think when other people ask for their time. I tell people no all the time and I don't feel bad about it at all. Like, and my thoughts are just like, I have my priorities and I, I follow them with integrity, right? I have a lot of integrity in my priorities and the way I spend my time, right? My thoughts aren't like, I have to tell people no all the time or people are always asking for things or like, I don't have any of those thoughts. Like my thought is like, I'm a woman of integrity. I honor the things that I say I'm going to do, right? I take going after my goals and my dreams very seriously. And I'm someone who does that with a lot of integrity. Um, and I do that by telling people no and not doing lots of things. I figure things out for step one, then think about what I need to do for step two. If I can't figure out how to complete step two, I don't even try to carry out step one because I think none of it will work. So I give up. <laughs> yeah, this is great. I love this question, Karina. How can I stop myself from self-sabotaging by thinking ahead? 
Yeah, our brains love to try to figure out the future. Like our brains really love certainty. That's I'm like going through this right now with this stupid storm, right? I'm like, I just wish I knew where it was gonna go. It's because my brain likes certainty. We just wanna know. And when we don't know, we start filling in gaps of like what could happen and how it could go down, right? But we're not psychic. <laughs> so yeah, I think this is what I see people do a lot that is that will keep you guys really stuck too. It's like, um, it's like solving for problems that you don't have yet. <laughs> so it'll be like, like I'll be coaching someone and they'll be like, um, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to get all these clients and then the business is going to grow and then I'm going to have to hire a VA and I just don't even know how I'm going to do that. But they're not in a position to hire a VA right now. Like that is not a problem they have. Right. And so, if you're solving problems you don't have, they're like problems off in the future that could someday be your problems. There's no solution or resolution to that. And the reasons our brains like doing that is because then it's off the hook, right? Because if I'm solving a problem that doesn't exist, <laughs> like, right? It's like this person was not in the position to hire a VA um, and was very worried about how they were gonna hire a VA. And it's like, there's no solution in that because they're not hiring a VA and they're solving a problem that doesn't exist. So there's no actual solution there, right? So our brain's like doing that because it lets you off the hook from doing the work you need to be doing, right? It's a lot easier for your brain to just talk you out of doing shit than to sit down and really go to work solving problems in your business to have to actually risk failing and risk feeling disappointment. It's a lot easier to just sit here and solve make-believe problems that you don't even have. And so this is a good kind of like just check for yourself is like, is this a problem that I have right now? And is there a solution? And then you just pick one and you test it. Right. And so Karina, I think for you, and it's kind of that same thing we were saying about like talking back to your brain. It's like you tell your brain, I'm just going to, I'm just going to try this one thing and see what happens. And then I'll evaluate the results and I'll try some, if it doesn't work, I'll try something else. Right. But you don't ever know if anything works if you don't test things. And so a good thought I think you could use is like, I'm just going to test this and see if it works or not. And if it doesn't work, I'll do something else. No problem, right? You got to tell your brain, like, this is not a problem. It is not a problem for me to try something and have it not work, right? So this is a really good skill to have as an entrepreneur. It's like being willing to waste your own time, <laughs> right? Because a lot of us are like, I don't want to try things if it doesn't work. And it's like, well, good fucking luck to you because I don't know anybody that has built a business without doing a bunch of shit that did not work. <laughs> Like, that's just the truth. Like, this is the game. It's like, it's like fail as fast as possible. Like, it's just like you just run into failure. And that's how you'll figure out what works and what doesn't work is by testing things and doing things and executing, right? You get better at doing things in your business by doing things in your business, not by thinking about doing things in your business, <laughs> but executing, like actually executing things will make you better. Um, and so I would just stay in that energy of like, I'm just going to test things and I'm willing for it not to work, right? If I were coaching you, I'd be curious about what is the, what does your brain think is the problem of it not working? And whatever that is, that's probably the coaching you really need. I try to answer these Q and A's, but I can do kind of deeper with you guys on Zoom, right? Because 
I don't, from this, I don't know what she thinks the problem is or what her brain is telling her the problem is with doing something and then having it not work, right? And so I would start thinking thoughts about, are you willing to waste your time? Are you willing to try things and have them not work to figure out what does work faster, right? That's how you figure out what does work faster, right? Trying to save yourself time by not failing makes you slow and it gets you your result in much longer time. Being willing to just fucking fail and test things and fail and test things and see what works, that will build momentum for you and and it will give you really good information to have to start test, to have other ideas of other things you can test. Let me know if you need anything else about that and come to coaching. I'd love to talk to you. I need a pep talk about building community. I am the person who has done life and most things alone, like my ideal client. I still struggle with this. Yeah, I know this is what she needs and wish I had early on this journey. I'm, I need a pep talk about building community. I am the person who has done life and most things alone. I would find a different thought to think about yourself. Like, I don't know that this, like, um, I'm an introvert. I do everything by myself is like serving you like I just don't think it's useful right and it's the same thing about like what I'm saying when you're driving a car it's like yeah I could die in a head-on collision that's not useful for me to think about right it's not useful for me to tell people how we could all die in a head-on collision right it's not useful to go around if you're wanting to build a community talking about how you're an introvert and you like to do things alone and you could probably find if I were coaching you I would have you I would question this right and I would just be like is that really true? Have you done everything alone? And like, the answer is no, because we live in community. And like, that's how our culture is set up. Like nobody's an island. <laughs> and, and where is it true that you have had community and you are good at building community? Like find some little evidence for that, even if it's little, like just, just spend some time thinking about that and questioning that. Like a lot of this stuff is just like spending time being curious about your own thoughts right so it's like like oh that's interesting like my brain thinks i'm the person that does everything alone like is that really true and it's like well i had community like with my family growing up or maybe you had community in college or maybe you had community with i don't know a friend or or maybe you had community at one of your jobs or like where in your life have you had community and find that evidence and spend some time thinking about that right or just don't focus on the whole thing about the introvert doing everything alone and then the other part of this that you can this is also some a little trick you guys can use is like what if this is not a problem so what if you being an introvert and doing most things alone makes you the perfect person to build this community how is that true you guys see how you can like, you can kind of ask your brain like more useful questions to get to more useful thoughts, right? Like, like go get it to find evidence about that you are the perfect person to do this, right? How are you the perfect person? It's trying to tell you you're not the perfect person and like, it's gonna be very hard for you. And like, what if that is not true? Like, what if you are, you have exactly what you need and you are the right person to do it? Does this make sense? Let me know. I can coach you more on this if you need it.
Um, I'm going to try and go through the rest of these. Could you do a meditation on being open to money and success instead of graspy and desperate for it? I can do that, Megan, but I don't, I'm not going to do it right now. Remind me in the mastermind on Thursday and I can do that. It's just, I'm just not in the energy for it, to be honest with you, just because of the, um, the storm and like, there's a lot going on with the storm in my personal life. And like, you know, our entire family and everyone we know lives in Florida, like people are going to be potentially really badly impacted and I'm just stressed. That's the reality. So, but when I'm in better energy, yes. <laughs> Ask me again, Megan. <laughs> Megan, are you on here? Ask me this again and I, I will do it for you. No problem. Yeah, thank you. I knew you'd understand. It's just not, I mean, I could do it, but it's just not going to be as, it's not going to be what we want it to be. You know what I mean? Sometimes though, here, I'll give you guys this. Sometimes I like to just think about, I'll just sit here. <laughs> We talked about the millionaire walk the other night, right? I do that. Sometimes I just think about all of the money just going in and out of people's bank accounts, in and out of people's hands. And I'll actually like look up like how much money is circulating like in the economy right now. And it is a fuck ton, you guys. It's like trillions of dollars. Like it's insane, right? And so I just think about how much money there actually is. And it makes like the amount that I'm trying to get to me seem very minuscule in the scheme of like all of the money right and so sometimes i like to just be in the energy of like there's lots of money around it's flowing all around me it's in and out and like of course some of it i can direct towards me and i don't even need that much of it right i don't even need a trillion dollars i don't even need a billion dollars <laughs> so there's a little trick for you <laughs> if you want to try that I'm stuck on new headshots brand photos. I haven't had any since 2013. I look mostly the same. So I've got that going for me, but figure out what I want them to look like, who to do them, what I want them to convey is really bogging me down. What will I wear? What looks great? <laughs> Represents my brand. Yeah, Amanda, I got great coaching for this. Are you ready? So I think one of the best skills you guys can build to make money and be an entrepreneur is to make decisions and make them fast. And so you can decide ahead of time that you're going to like your choice. You just decide I'm going to manage my mind and whatever I wear, I'm going to decide to like it. Did you guys know that's how you like things? So we think like, we think we're going to feel good about choices if we make the right choice. But really, you feel good about choices when you think good thoughts about your choices, right? And so a lot of times we agonize over making decisions because it's like, I want to feel good about the person I hire and the clothes and like whatever, right? I want it all to like create whatever result, but you can just decide like, I'm going to get new brand photos and I'm just going to love them no matter how they come out. I'm just going to love them. I'm going to do this and I'm going to love them and I'm going to focus on all of the things I do like about them and I'm going to love the process of doing them. Um, and that sometimes will take out this like, I have to make the right decision. I have to pick the right. The reason this is bogging you down is because your brain is like, we have to find the right person to take them. We have to wear the right clothes. And it's like, no, you don't. <laughs> it's like, no, you don't. You just have to pick something and then have your own back about that decision. A lot of times people that are indecisive are indecisive because every time they make a choice, they circle back around and they either remake the decision, right? So they'll be like, okay, I'm gonna hire this person to make 
the brand photos. But then they'll circle back around and they'll be like, I don't know though, maybe I should do this person. Maybe I should hire that person. Maybe I should hire this person. They'll like keep making the same decision over and over. You guys make the decision one time. <laughs> so this is, the, this is what you do. You make the decision one time. I'm gonna hire this person for these reasons. I like these reasons. And then you sell yourself on why you love that choice, right? So instead of me saying, I'm gonna hire this person, and then indulging in, I don't know, this is really expensive though, and her rates are higher, and, and she doesn't have experience doing brand photos, and blah, 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 blah. You can just decide ahead of time not to think that. So you think, I'm gonna hire this person, these are the reasons I wanna, I want to work with this person, and then you put your brain to work focusing on those reasons, right? It's like, like for these reasons that I like, I am doing this. <laughs> and I always tell people, I'm like, you wanna spend more time you want to spend more time on the back end of the decision, which is thinking about all of the reasons why it's good and why you like it and selling yourself on that choice and less time on the front end, which is trying to figure out the right way and the right thing. Should I hire this person? Should I hire that person? Should I wear this? Should I wear that? Should I wear this? Should I wear that? It's just, le it's just leaking your energy. I can guarantee you. Like, um, you can decide this today like what you're gonna wear and who you're gonna hire and just be done with all of this and think how much brain space that will free up for you to think about things that are gonna make you money because this is not gonna change your bottom line. I mean, it's great to do brand photos and it's great, like I like our stuff to look good, like, right? But I like getting new brand photos is not gonna change my bottom line. Now you can still do it and have other good reasons for doing it, but I'm just saying like when I am, when we're doing something in the business that I know is not going to change the bottom line and it's just something I want to do to like have a really strong brand or up level our branding or something like that, I know that's not going to change the bottom line. And so I, I am willing to do it, but I do it quickly because I spend all of my time and energy focusing on how to best serve my clients, get them amazing results, uh, make our offer the fucking best that we absolutely absolutely can and delivering at the highest level that we can. Um, and then sales. I spend all of my time thinking about that. Just sales, growing the audience, serving customers. And then the stuff that's like redoing the website or like having really great brand photos, like we do that type of thing, but I don't spend my brain power thinking about decisions that don't change the bottom line in the business. <laughs> okay. So you know, you guys don't care if I have new brand photos or not. I really don't think so. And I've been using the same brand photos too. I have the same fucking three pictures on everything, right? And you know, we're we're on track to do over three hundred thousand dollars this year. So just to be ex not to like brag about our revenue, but just to be expansive for you guys, like you don't have to have everything done perfect like to make a bunch of money. You just don't. And so. Anyway, what I was saying about the front end is like the front end of the decision is like, should I do this? Should I do that? Should I wear this? Should I wear that? Should I hire this person or that person or this person? You want to spend way less time on the front end. You, you just look at the choices and you pick one, right? And thinking about a decision for a long time doesn't make the decision better. Often it just makes you confused and slow and inefficient. That's what thinking a long time, most decisions you guys make, like do not require a long time to deliberate and deliberation does not make 
the quality of that decision better. Sometimes you need to like think about things and, and gather information, but that is a very small minority of decisions in your life. Probably like 98% of your decisions you could make in like five seconds. And think about all of that. If, if, you, if you became someone who was super decisive, made the decisions, liked all the decisions they made, didn't remake decisions, didn't indulge in all this doubt and confusion, like think how much brain space you would have to think about serving your customers, getting people results, getting in front of new people and doing sales. Like spend all your time thinking about those things. Those are the things that will make you money, right? And so the front end of the decision is fast. You just pick one, <laughs> it's like, that's it. And then you spend your time on the back end of the decision, which is selling yourself on why you like that choice. And this is the step in decision-making that people fuck up all the time because they make a decision and then they don't really sell themselves on it and they don't think about why they like it. And then they take this, like they take their confused energy that was on the front end and they just drag it on the other side of their decision. Right. And I want you guys to feel certain, right? I want you to become someone who can make a choice and feel good about it. And feeling good about a choice is not about making the right choice. Feeling good about a choice is the level at which you are going to manage your thoughts. Because feeling good about your decision is created by what you think about that choice, <laughs> not by picking the right thing. That's why I'm saying like you spend more time on the back end so you can feel good about your choice, managing your thoughts, thinking about why you like that decision and less time on the front end trying to manipulate all of everything perfect so you can feel good about your choice, right? Does this make sense? I can teach more on this. We have a whole module on this in the mastermind, but I can break it down more for you guys here if you need, let me know. Does that make sense? How do you manage thoughts surrounding the hateful things people say about you? Um, How do I manage the thoughts around? I just think like, I feel like people are just projecting and I just kind of think like, <laughs> Everything that people say about me is what they actually think about themselves. Um, and I don't know. And I'm kind of like, you know, one of my thoughts is like, I'm willing to be disliked. I'm just willing for people not to like me. And this has served me so well. And I'll tell you guys, I think about this all the time because I love running my business and it, and I love doing this kind of stuff and I love coaching and the reason I think that I love it so much is I can just come on here and like be myself and tell you guys the truth and tell you guys what I really think. And I don't have to come on here and be like some fancy, like I'm not coming on here being like, I'm a fancy business lady. <laughs> just like, I'm just like doing my thing. I'm sharing with you guys like stuff. I'm obviously really passionate and nerdy about marketing and mindset, right? And it's like, I wanna come on here and just talk about the things that I love. And I like to talk as me, like when I talk, like I swear, so I just talk how I talk and I dress how I dress and I be who I be, you know what I mean? And I just think like I'm willing to let people not like me. I'm willing to be disliked so that I can be myself, right? And I think if I had to put on that facade every time I coached in the mastermind of like, I have all the answers and I am fancy business coach lady. <laughs> And, and I had to like not swear and like talk of, and present myself a very specific way. Like, I think that that would, for me personally, would be really exhausting, right? And I think the reason I can like do all these calls every week with so many people and coach so many people and do so much stuff all the time is like, I just am myself, right? And, and 
I'm willing for people to dislike me. Like, that's okay. It really is okay with me, right? It really is. Like, I'm like, if you don't, like, if you don't like me, like, I want you to go get a coach that you like. Like, I don't want you to hang out around people you don't like, right? So it's totally fine with me. And so I would go back to, like, what do you want to think about you? And, like, how do you want to show up when people are hateful or mean? Like, to me, it's just, like, I, I... I want to have compassion for them, but I also like don't want to be someone who loses momentum. I still want to be that same person that is committed to my goals and take, I'm always like, I take my dreams dead goddamn serious, <laughs> right? It's like, I take my dreams really fucking seriously. Um, and no matter what anybody says to me or about me, I'm still going to be me pursuing the things I want to do in life. And this sounds morbid, but I always kind of have in the back of my mind that like time is limited here. Like I am on a limited timeline and I think about what do I want to do while I'm here? And to me, like the answer has always been like, I want to be impactful and I want to impact a lot of people. And I want to be someone who's a leader and who's helpful um, and who serves people. And that is what I care about. I don't care about being liked. I just don't like, and a, and a lot of people don't like me. And Nicole's been around; she knows that. <laughs> a lot of people, people don't like that I talk about money. People don't like that I swear. People don't like how I dress. People, I mean, there's like, oh, I've heard it all, right? People don't like my emails. People don't like my social media. They don't like my videos. They don't like the lives. They don't like the coaching. Like, I don't know. It's like we've had people complain about literally everything they complain about in relation to me. And my thoughts are like, like even when people dislike me and don't like what I'm doing, I'm still someone who takes her dreams dead fucking serious because I'm on limited time here and I've got things to do. I've got things that matter to me. There are things like I want to do in this lifetime that matter to me. And I'm someone that takes that very, very seriously. Like that's kind of my thought about it. Let me know if that helps, Nicole. I finished my MBA in December and I used to be a chronic belief outsourcer, a CPO. <laughs> Oh my God. I love that so much. I've never heard that. A chronic belief outsourcer <laughs> growing up. How do I curb the desire to go back to those habits when working with social media? <sighs> yeah, I would love to talk to you about this if you can come to the call tomorrow or Friday. But the call on Friday, I'm telling y'all, is a little bit up in the air. I'm really hopeful this storm is going to miss us, but I don't know that. Um, the call tomorrow, I will definitely be at. So I finished my MBA in December. I used to be a chronic belief outsourcer growing up. How do I curb the desire to go back to those habits when working with social media? Well, what do you want to think about you and social media? Like, what do you want to think? Right? And you just want to get some, get some thought, get some like easy to grab thoughts, right? So a lot of times when people start doing this kind of thought work stuff, they want to go to a place where it's like, I believe all of my work is changing lives and everything is great and I'm going to be a billionaire. And like, but your brain knows when you're bullshitting. Are you guys thinking thoughts like that you don't believe is not helpful to you? So you want to think a thought that is helpful for you, but feels really true. And it's like easy to grab, right? And so like, what is something that's 
easy for you to believe about yourself. This is why I use that thought about never quitting because that's just easy for me to believe, right? I don't really think I'm like the most talented person in the world or the fucking most smartest or, or anything like that. But I do think I do know one thing and it is that like I do not give up. It is just like, I just am like relentless in the pursuit of the things that I want to do. And so that thought is very easy for me to grab, right? There's a lot, my brain offers me troll thoughts about that million dollar goal all the time. Like, you can't fucking do that. Like, what are you thinking? Like, there's no way you can do that. Um, and I just go, you know what, brain? Like, it's okay. I'm just going to keep going and see how far I can take it. And that's a very easy to grab thought that feels true to me. And so what would be something like that for you that feels really true, right? About you and what you're doing. One of my other ones that's really easy to grab that you guys can borrow is like, it's like, I, I'd use the, I, sometimes I will like agree with my brain, right? So maybe your brain is like, this is never going to work, right? Your business, you're never going to have like a profitable business. And you're like, even if this never works, I still want to find out what happens if I try, right? So you can go like, you kind of agree with the negative thought and then add that like part at the end. So it's like, even if X, Y, and Z is true, barfy troll thought here, <laughs> I still want X, Y, and Z, right? And and a lot of times it's like, even if this business never works and no one ever buys my things, I still want to see what happens if I try to do it. I still want to see how far I can go. And one of my other ones is like, I just want to see if I can help someone today. So my brain all the time will, this is like its favorite. I feel like we all have like our favorite flavor of suffering, right? Like our favorite like troll thought. My brain loves to give me this thought that's like, everybody hates you. Nobody likes you. <laughs> It just tells me that all the time, right? And I'm like, this is what I'm saying. It's like the negative thoughts aren't a problem. They're always going to be there. You can just let them kind of pass by like clouds in the sky, right? You don't have to like grab them and like be like, oh my God, you're right. <laughs> Everybody does hate me. <laughs> let me think of all of the evidence I have for this and all of the times people didn't like me. It's like, you can just like let it go, right? And like, let it be there. But I'll be like, even if nobody likes me, I still want to try to help somebody today. Even if nobody likes me and everybody thinks I'm annoying, I still want to show up and try. I still want to see what happens, right? So this is like a little uh, thought <laughs> hack for you guys, right? It's like even if your troll thought and then I still, the, the usually my flavor for that second part is like I just want to see what will happen or I just want to, I want to see if I can help someone or I still want to try right? Even if nobody likes me, I still want to be a person that takes her dreams really serious. I still want to be a person that works hard to do the things I want to do in this lifetime, right? And those things feel true to me. The trick of this is like finding thoughts like that that feel true to you. Um, and that will help, I think, start building your belief is like finding some of those easier to grab thoughts and then talking back to your brain when it's telling you all of the things. I'm like, we already know it's going to happen, right? It's going to tell you all kinds of negative things. And you can have some like easy to grab kind of thoughts. And it's like, you got to drive the bus. Like you've got to decide that you're going to manage your thinking. And when your brain gives you a, a negative thought, like question it. Like, is that true? What else could be true? Lots of things are true at the same time, right? So it's like, it might be true that the business is never going to work. What else could be true? 
right? And just spend time thinking about, well, what are other possibilities? Like, are, is there other things that could be true? What would those things look like? What are they? And really put your brain to work figuring that shit out. Um, and you'll get better and better at doing it over time. I'll be at the call tomorrow. Perfect. Yeah, the, the easiest one is social media is for attention seekers. Yeah, so it's like, even if social media is for attention seekers, I still want to try to help someone on social media. Even if social media is for attention seekers, I still want to use it for advertising for my business. <laughs> my thought about social media is it's free advertising for you guys, right? And then people complain about social media and I'm like, well, if you don't like it, like, don't do it. Like you can do something else, but it really is such a great option for you. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. So anyway, yeah, that, yeah, that's great. I would love to talk to you about that though. But yeah, it's like, even if social media is for attention seekers, I still want to see if I could, if it could be useful in growing my business. Even if social media is for attention seekers, I still want to use it to my advantage right? Even if social media is for attention seekers, I, there might be opportunity for me there. And I want to find out like stuff like that, right? Where it's like, it's not like you're going to like, I love social media and it's an amazing opportunity. It's like, it, you're just kind of headed in the right direction. Do you see what I'm saying? Because if you've thought that thought social media is for attention seekers, you probably have a whole bunch of evidence for that, right? Because that's how our brains work. It's like we have the thought and then your brain is like, let me prove you right. This person's an attention seeker, this person's an attention seeker, this person and this person, look at that person, right? And it's just been pointing out all of the people that are attention seekers, right? My thought about human beings is like, we're all attention seekers. Like, what if it's not a problem for humans to seek attention? Like, we need attention to live. Like, think about people in solitary confinement. Like, human beings are like social people. Like, we want to be around other people. We want to have relationships. We want to have connection. We want to be seen. We want to be validated. We want to be heard. Um, and what if none of that is a problem? Like, what if people seeking attention is just people being people and it's not actually a problem? That could be the next step in that for you. Um, and we can talk about that tomorrow. All right. I got through all these questions. I'm very pleased with myself. This was really fun, you guys. These were great questions. Thank you guys so much for everybody that submitted questions and everybody that hung out live. Um, I love it so much. And I'll be on tomorrow at noon. I would say, I would say the Thursday, Friday calls are like TBD. I'm going to do them if there's power. That's the to be determined. If I have internet, I will be in here coaching, but I don't know what's going to happen with this storm. So we'll just see. We'll just play it by ear. But tomorrow I will be on at noon and I would love to help you guys. And we'll have another Q&A on Thursday. So if there's something lingering around, sometimes stuff like this will get like your wheels turning and you'll start getting like confused or overwhelmed by this stuff. Don't use anything I say like against yourself, like use it in a way that's useful. So if I take something, if I say something and you take it, and you use it to make your business wrong or make what you're doing wrong or make yourself wrong or make yourself feel like shit, like you're using the coaching wrong, right? So the coaching is like, not everything is for every person, 
Not everything is going to land with every person. Not everything I say applies to every single person. You guys got to remember, like I'm coaching, there's hundreds of you. There's one of me, right? And so sometimes I speak in like generalities that not everything I say is true about you or about everyone. So just remember that. And that's true for like any coach. Like do not take any anything any coach says and take that as like doctrine, right? Don't don't do that. It's like you just take from each person. There's so many great people you can learn from. And from each person, you just take the parts that are useful, right? And so from this live stream, like what was useful for you? Like what could be helpful for you to take away? And you take that and you leave the rest. You do not take what I say <laughs> and then leave the call and be like, my mindset's messed up and I don't even know what I'm doing. And like, well, like, you know, don't do that. That is not, I'm like, if you're doing that, you're doing the coaching wrong. Like the coaching is about you listening and figuring out how could this be true for me? How could it be useful for me? This is what I do. I have, I'm in a very expensive mastermind that I paid a lot of money to be in and I take it very seriously, right? And I'm everything she says, I'm like, how could I apply this? How could this be helpful for me? Every person I watch her coach, I'm like, I'm like taking everything she's saying and filtering it through my brain being like, what do I think about that? And how could I apply that? Um, and really trying to apply every single thing that's offered to me to what I'm doing and seeing how it is useful versus how it isn't useful, right? It's kind of like, I'm always looking at, um, like, how could this be true for me? How could it be right? How could this be useful? Everything she says, right? And so my belief when I get on those calls is like every single person she coaches, I will benefit from, right? And because I go in there with that attitude, I get a lot out of the calls. And so I'll just offer that to you guys too. And so it's not about like taking what I'm saying as like doctrine, it's like taking it and filtering it with your own brain about how could that be useful to me and how could that be true to me and you putting it through your own little filters right not just taking things business coaches are saying um, and trying to like implement step by step it's got to be you using your thinking to figure out what works for you there's no other way to do it right i'm always like your best ideas your most profitable ideas come from your brain they have to come from your brain stop looking to other people's brains <laughs> to give you the profitable idea or the business model or the launch steps like it comes from your brain your brain if i could like give you nothing else it would be that right it's like it all has to come from your brain and it's hard it's hard it like takes effort and like concentration and like work right this stuff is not like natural to most of us i don't think but i'm always like you know what like this is one of my thoughts you guys can borrow and i'm, I'm always like i'm up for the challenge like, I'm okay with it being hard. Like, I, I want, I'm someone who wants to work hard. Like, that's just one of my thoughts I use for my business, right? My brain likes to tell me things are too hard and they take too long. And I'm like, I'm up for the challenge. I'm willing to work really hard to have what I want in life, right? This is important to me. It, like, means a lot to me. And I'm willing to, to put my ass on the line, right? To risk my time, to risk my money, like, all of it, right? I'm like, I'm here for all of it. Um because I want to be someone who pursues her goals in this lifetime while I'm here. All right, you guys, I will see you guys later. Thanks for being here. We put the
replay from last night on the podcast for you guys. So if you want to listen on the go or if you missed it or if you want to listen to it again or you want to listen to parts of it again, it's on the podcast. It's only going to be available this week. So this is the deal with I make with you guys. It's like I show up here, right? Every quarter we do a big free event for you guys before the mastermind opens. And I will show up and I will serve you well. Like I will I will coach my ass off for you guys, right? I will come and do live. I'm doing coaching for you guys in here for free every day this week, right? Um, and I think it's like, I don't feel like it's a fair exchange to give people lifetime access to my work for free. Like that doesn't feel good to me. And so the deal I make is like, I wanna help and serve generously. And so it's like, it's all available this week for free. So you can listen to it, you can watch it, um, you can access it for free. Just get what you need this week because next week we're gonna pull it down off the podcast and we're gonna pull the videos down and they'll go in the mastermind. So if you're in the mastermind, you guys get, they get access to like everything. But you guys, the mastermind already has so much stuff. I'm telling you, if you join in the mastermind, like you won't wanna go back and watch this stuff. There's so much, like there's just so much good stuff in there for you to go through. Um, this is like a drop in the bucket compared to what is in the mastermind. So that's the deal I'll make with you guys, right? It's like, I will show up and serve, but I have to feel like fairly compensated and I have to feel good about the exchange. And that's how, that's why I'm telling you guys, that's why I'm not giving you an extension. Cause I already know what's going to happen <laughs> on Friday. Everybody's going to be like, Oh my God, like this thing happened and this thing happened and this thing happened. Um, and I mean what I say to you guys. So you can bet your ass. If I tell you a video is coming down or a cart is closing, or this is the lowest price, or like we take that stuff on my team very seriously, that we're always in integrity with what we say. And so they're only available this week. I'll give you guys till Sunday, but they're coming down. That's the, that is the, <laughs> the caveat I'll make with you guys. Um, thank you guys for being here. This is so fun. It's like my favorite thing ever. And I love, I love talking about this stuff so much and I love just helping and being here with you guys. And I will see you guys tomorrow at noon. I hope you have a great day. I will be going and sandbagging my garage now. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys later. Bye guys. Hello, podcast fam. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. I hope it was helpful. I hope you got some clarity and that you learned a lot. We find in the mastermind that a lot of people have breakthroughs from listening to other people get coached. I think this is for a few reasons, but I think it's easier to absorb information and to look at things more objectively when it's not our own stuff. A lot of times when we're looking at our own thoughts and beliefs, it can make us kind of put walls up or get defensive, but you just don't have any of that kind of reaction. Usually if you're watching someone else get coached, a lot of us are able to be a lot more open and receptive. You're also able to just focus on the coaching and you don't have to think about how to reply to me or how to talk back. And so I do think these replays are immensely, immensely valuable. They're available free for a limited time, so feel free to binge them, take notes, listen to them a second time, and that will help it sink in a little deeper. Be sure to post your takeaways in the Facebook group. It's a great way to honor the people that got coached. So if you learned from someone else's coaching, 
please give them credit for that and let them know that it is scary and nerve-wracking for a lot of people to come on a zoom call or a Q&A and ask questions and be vulnerable in front of other people and I'm sure they would just really really appreciate to know that you relate to what they're going through and that you were able to learn from them being vulnerable. If you like these calls and you want them all the time, I do weekly Zoom calls and weekly Q&As inside the Becoming Boss Mastermind. And I would just challenge you to think, how different would your thinking be? Would your execution be? Would your selling be? Would your business be? If you had a community like this and were able to get coaching like this every single week for the entire quarter, think about where you could be in January. I just believe that we go further together. I think it's easier to make big moves, to make big changes when you have a community and people supporting you. So that is exactly what we have for you inside the Becoming Boss Mastermind. Doors are opening October 3rd. Go ahead and get on the wait list if you want to be notified when doors open. I'm very excited for everybody that's going to join and I will talk to you guys in the next episode.